On episode 392 of Nintendo Switchcraft, a massive leak is signaling an upcoming Direct. There's more to the Switch V2 than just a batter battery, and Mario Kart Tour is imminent. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, this is Joshua from New Brockton, Alabama, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft. Normally at this point in the show, I tell everybody that you can find the show live on Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays by heading on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp or sometimes over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. However, this is not a live show. I did just sit down and record the show live for the Twitch audience. It was uh, episode 392, uh, but I was very unhappy with how it turned out, so I decided to junk the whole episode so the people who saw that live... You're going to be the only people who get to see it. Uh, I'm going to do, redo the whole episode because I feel like I just did a bad job. It was not a good job. And I just I, I would feel embarrassed having a, a podcast of that low quality go out there. In fact, I am a little embarrassed that anybody got to see it at all. It just wasn't a good episode. So with that being said, uh, first off, we've got a giveaway. Uh, actually, we've got giveaways all September. So if you want to be part of those giveaways, it's super easy to do. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway for your chance to win some $10 and $5 eShop gift cards. Going to be doing giveaways every Saturday in September. So make sure that you check that out. Again, runjumpstomp.com slash giveaways. A reminder, this is the last episode before Dragon Con. So I don't know how good my cell phone reception is going to be when I'm in Atlanta at Dragon Con. I've heard it's really bad, all those people in one place. And because it's going to be, because it might be so bad, that means I'm not going to be able to record uh, from, um, well, I may not be able to record from Dragon Con. If I can, and, uh, you know, I'll have my phone with me, so I'll be able to record and we'll, we'll see how it goes. And if I can upload it or if I have anything to talk about, uh, I will upload it. That being said, I'm on a bunch of panels. If you want to know which panels I'm on, go to runjumpstomp.com slash dragoncon. In addition to that, if you go to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, when I am going to be on one of those panels, I will host the DragonCon digital media Twitch page, and you should be able to see the panel uh, there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work or not, you know, I've heard bad things about cons and internet, so we'll, we'll see how it's going. Uh, anyway, with all of that stuff out of the way, let's talk Nintendo. Mario is an Italian plumber who, under your control, enters the Mushroom Kingdom to fight off killer turtles and deadly ducks until he can rescue the Princess Toadstool. Deadly ducks? That guy said deadly ducks. All right. Uh, Wario64 is a, uh, a Twitter account that you absolutely should be following. Uh, they are constantly tweeting out really good deals. And they found a little bit of a leak, which screams to me the idea that we're going to be having a big game coming to uh, Nintendo Switch. Now, let me give you a little backstory about how I, why I've said over and over that Overwatch is not coming to the Switch. I, I, I listened to Jeff Kaplan. 
And I don't think that Jeff Kaplan was lying at the time. I think Jeff Kaplan was saying what he thought to be the, the, the best argument at the time. So let me give you a little information. Uh, Overwatch is a game, uh, it's a first-person shooter, hero-based team shooter. Think games like, um, oh my god, it was in Orange Box. What is the name of that game? Team Fortress 2. Very much like Team Fortress 2. Very much like Paladins. In fact, I tend to call Paladins poor man's Overwatch. Overwatch is one of my favorite shooters of all time, and it is my favorite multiplayer shooter of all time. It's fantastic. Incredibly well done. It's got that Blizzard polish that is just amazing. And, uh, you know, people have been asking Jeff Kaplan, who's the guy in charge at Overwatch, are you going to be bringing Overwatch to the Switch? They've been asking him this question nonstop since the Switch was announced. When the Switch was announced, there was a lot of excitement, without a doubt. But there was also a lot of skepticality. I'm not sure if that's a word, but you know what I mean. A lot of publishers looked at the Switch and they said, I'm skeptical as to how this is going to do. And a lot of publishers decided to wait. And that's why the Switch launched with like three games. Turns out it launched with the right games and it was amazing. And and, uh, it sold 40 million units since uh, March uh, 2017. But, you know, in, in those two years, well, more than two years, it sold 40 million units and a lot of publishers have realized, oh, maybe Nintendo's onto something here. And now, Jeff Kaplan has said many times, and he's given very good arguments for why Overwatch is not coming to the Switch. He said, basically, that they are already supporting three platforms. They're supporting PC, Xbox, PS4. It takes a lot of resources to make sure that all three of those platforms patch on the same day. And Overwatch is a living game. It keeps coming back. They keep adding to this game more and more stuff. They keep adding in new heroes and new maps. And it's really awesome that they do that. They keep making the game better over time, which is it's, it's very important that, that, um, that publishers do that kind of thing. So Overwatch, fantastic game. He has said it takes all of our resources to get all these things published, adding a fourth platform to that mix. And just to be fair, to be completely honest, not only is it a fourth platform, but it's also a fourth platform that is a good deal weaker than the other platforms as far as processing power. The Switch is a pretty powerful little device, but it doesn't have the same power as a PS4. It doesn't have the same power as an Xbox uh, One. And it doesn't have the same power as most high-end PCs. Or any high-end PCs, really. I don't know why I said most. So that means that porting that game to the Switch is a very difficult task. And being able to do that port, not only is it difficult, but being able to do it with the time constraints of, of releasing the same patches on the same days on all platforms, that is a very tall order. And I can understand why at the launch of the Nintendo Switch, why Blizzard uh, and Jeff Kaplan have said, we're not going to, we don't think it's really the right move for us right now to bring Overwatch to the Switch because of all of these reasons. However, 40 million new reasons have come to convince them otherwise. There's so many Switch in the wild. Plus, we've got the Switch Lite coming uh, next month, 
and it's it's the switch is going to have a crazy um powerful that's not the right word i'm looking for I, listen, I told you the last episode was bad. It's because I couldn't get my words out. Um, the performance of this, the, the switch sales are going to be really damn strong is what I guess I'm trying to say uh, at the later half of this year, especially with the um, switch light uh, coming into the picture. So it makes a lot of sense for Blizzard to change their mind and bring Overwatch to the switch. I think it's a, a, a good move. And we haven't heard anything from Blizzard. We haven't heard anything from Nintendo. But Wario 64 was uh, doing his robot thing over on Amazon. And sure enough, he found an officially licensed by Nintendo and Blizzard Entertainment Overwatch uh, Nintendo Switch case. This thing looks fantastic, by the way. It, it it looks like a really... Well, okay, it looks like an average case. But the details are really good. Like, the Overwatch logo looks great. It's embossed. Or is it not embossed? What's the word? It's raised up, not embossed. Embossed is like when it's cut down into. Um, but the uh, Overwatch logo is, uh, it, I'm going to say embossed because that's the only word I can think of uh, on the top. And like the zipper is a Joy-Con, which is really cool. And, you know, it looks like every other Switch case out there, but with Overwatch stuff on it. And it's officially licensed. Now, you might be saying, well, you know, anybody can make that. And sure, Anybody could make that, but if it were just anybody deciding to make this and then posting it on Amazon, once Wario 64 saw it and tweeted about it and everybody was noticing it, you would think, oh, let's leave that up so we can make some sales. Nope. They removed it. They took it off of the Amazon page. So that tells me, oh, this is real. This is a real thing. Uh, we are now going to be getting an Overwatch-themed Switch case. And why, in God's name, would Blizzard Entertainment and Nintendo officially license an Overwatch Switch case if they were not bringing Overwatch to the Switch? Now, this is supposed to uh, come out on the 15th, according to the Amazon page. So I think many of us are assuming that we're going to be getting a Nintendo Direct sometime before the 15th of September. Makes a lot of sense. Look, there's a lot of things for them to talk about at this uh, uh, upcoming Direct. Uh, we've got Legend of Zelda coming in uh, four four days after the uh, on the 20th. Sorry, I don't know why I was trying to do math there. Uh, coming out on the 20th of September. We've got the Switch Lite coming out on the 20th of, of, 20th of September. Uh, Mario Kart Tour, I'll talk about this a little bit uh, more uh, later on in the show, but Mario Kart Tour is coming out that month as well. And, you know, we just had Astral Chain launch um, tomorrow, I think, or maybe the next day. I'm not sure. Uh, but Astral Chain's coming out. And we've got uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 coming. There's a lot that Nintendo can tell us about. Oh, and we've got Banjo-Kazooie coming to um, Smash Brothers. There, so there's a lot of information that, that Nintendo can tell us about at a September Direct. And I'm betting that Overwatch is going to be one of those things. I have to say, I feel really bad for the people who worked really hard to surprise us with stuff like this. To have it leaked like that. Like, this got to really take the wind out of the sails of the people who worked on on the video and, 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 you know, ways that they're trying to make these moments happen for us. And it gets spoiled by Amazon uh, just kind of being dumb. Uh, so, anyway, thank you, Wario64, for uh, finding that stuff. But, uh, 
you know, I guess whatever. We're 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 all we're all going to be playing Overwatch soon. I haven't decided if I'm going to buy it again. I already bought the damn game twice. I bought it on PC. I bought it on PS4. Will I buy it on Switch? I don't know. I it's such a good game. Uh but, you know, the the the, the PS4 is a better version of it than the, the Switch will be. The Switch version is going to run at a lower resolution. The Switch version is going to probably run at a lower frame rate. It won't be as good a game as it is on the other platforms. So what I guess I have to say is if you don't have access to play Overwatch anywhere else, then you want to get this for the Switch. But if you have a PS4 or an Xbox or a PC, you probably want to get it there because it's a better game or it's a better, it's going to be a better experience. That being said, if you haven't already picked up Overwatch and you have one of these other uh, devices, then Overwatch probably doesn't appeal to you anyway. So anyway, uh, that being said, let's uh, let's move on and talk about the new Switch versus the old Switch. I was looking at my Switch. My my, I got a V2. I actually got two V2 Switches. I got one for me, one for my son. Um, and uh, if you haven't listened to that episode where I talk about my experience with the upgrade process, go back an episode and check that out. Um, I got the new V2 switch and I was looking at it and I forgot to talk about this when I was telling the story of the upgrade. Um, but when I was doing the transfer from one switch to the other of my of my data, I noticed that the new screen seemed a little bit brighter. And I was a little like stressed about getting it done so that I could get the switches back to where they're supposed to go and everything. So I didn't, I didn't do any investigation, but it was kind of nagging at the back of my brain. So I did some Googling and I, and I found, hey, somebody else thinks that the new one is, is brighter too. And that was Kevin Kennison, who's a YouTuber. Uh, and there's a link to his YouTube video in the show notes, but I ended up watching it. And he hired uh, somebody to come by with a colorimeter, which is a device which measures the, excuse me, the brightness and color temperature of screens so that they can be calibrated correctly. Uh, So he, he uh, he brought in this colorimeter and he tested the brightness. And sure enough, the nits, which is, I guess the, I don't know why they call it nits, but it's the, the units for brightness. Uh, The nits were way higher on, well, okay. Not way higher, but higher enough that it would it would be better a better experience when using the switch in direct sunlight. And I don't use the switch in direct sunlight. I only play the switch inside. However, I have seen my son as I drive down the road sometimes uh, taking his switch and trying to maneuver it to some other direction so that the sun is not on the screen because he can't see what he's doing in whatever game he's <clears throat> he's playing. And uh you know, with, uh, I think it's, I think they said something about over 300 nits and you can use it in direct sunlight much easier. And the new one is over 300 nits, according to this color, uh, colorimeter test. They also tested whether or not the, uh, color was accurate. Now I've played many, many hours on my Nintendo switch and I never noticed anything about the inaccuracy or accuracy of the color. I just figured that's what it looks like and I'm fine with it. Uh, but I guess that the older switch, the V1 switch, was uh, a color temperature that was too high, which made everything kind of blue, I, I guess. 
and uh, the or, or maybe the other way around. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They did the test. They found out it's more color accurate as well. So not only is the new Switch uh, screen brighter, it's also more color accurate. And another thing that I noticed about it that I didn't hear anybody really talk about is the kickstand. The kickstand on the new Switch feels like it feels different than the old Switch. It feels significantly different. It still works exactly the same. It's a little harder to to get out uh, and um, to open the kickstand than the old one. Uh, but that might just be because the old one was worn out after you know lots of use. Because I, I I do tend to use tabletop mode quite a bit. I like tabletop mode. Um, but it feel it just feels like it's made out of some different material, uh, and it just feels like it snaps in a little bit better. Again, this might be because it's um, new versus my launch day switch. So who knows? But uh, you can easily see that it's made out of a different material than my old switch, or I'm sorry, than the rest of the switch. So there's more to the new switch than just better battery life. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to, well, first off, we're going to stop. We're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, uh, we're going to hear more from Wario 64 and maybe relive some childhood memories. Stick around, everybody. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. All right, we are back. Thank you very much for our sponsors for uh, uh, helping us make the show and paying the bills. Uh, Wario64, who is just tweeting Lepistorm. Uh, seriously, guys, follow this. Uh, follow this account. Uh, they uh, uncovered that Disney classic games, Aladdin and The Lion King, are now up for pre-order at Best Buy. Now, when I was a kid, uh, we had the Sega Genesis version of Aladdin, which was, from what I hear, the superior version of of the game is better than the Super Nintendo version, from what I hear. Uh, but we played a lot of this Aladdin game on our Sega Genesis back in the day, and we had a lot of fun with this game. I never played the Lion King, uh, but I guess there's this two pack. This snuck past me. I didn't. I didn't even know that this was happening. Uh, but there's this two pack coming. It's called Disney Classic Games: Aladdin and the Lion King. And it is now up for pre-order at Best Buy. It's coming out on October 29th for $30. I am not interested in this, even a little. Even though Aladdin is a fantastic game, I have no idea about The Lion King, about whether or not it's good. But this is coming out on October 29th, two days before Luigi's Mansion. I'm not going to touch this thing. I'm going to be way too busy playing Luigi's Mansion two days later to, to bother picking this up. However, this did remind me of something... Um, that look with all of these classic games, 
being launched by the publishers themselves. The idea of Super Nintendo games, like the 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 number of games that are going to be possible on the Super Nintendo, uh, which we've talked about on the show before, when Super Nintendo games come to the Nintendo Switch. I don't know. A lot of them are already available. Like you can get them through like the Mega Man collection or the Konami collection or the Castlevania collection or the Disney classic games. Like so many of these games are going to be available through other ways. I'm starting to wonder what games the Super Nintendo version on the Nintendo Switch can bring if it comes. I I mean, obviously, first-party Nintendo stuff, but, like, what else? I mean, Square Enix is releasing their old stuff. Uh, We just, you know, last episode I talked about Final Fantasy VIII is coming out on September 3rd, I think. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is already out. Final Fantasy IX is already out. And if I were to guess... The rest of the Final Fantasy games, I think that Square Enix said that they want to put those uh, first six out as well on other plat on many platforms. They didn't specifically call out the Switch or anything, but I feel like there's all of these games that that people are like, "Bring us Super Nintendo." What are we really going to be playing? Because a lot of these games are already available on the system, and we haven't bought them yet, or or maybe you have. I don't know. It's just. Look, I want Super Nintendo games just as much as anybody else. But I start to wonder about what games can they actually bring. You know what I mean? Anyway, I just it's just a thing that occurred to me. Oh, speaking of Mega Man, I, I almost forgot. Uh, that was... I got an email here. Let me open up my email. And I got an email from Capcom. I'm not sure if they meant to do this or not. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. So Capcom... Uh, they had a leak of um, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection uh, coming to console and PC uh, in January. And then an hour later, I get this email. So I'm not sure if they meant to send this out um, that day or if they are like, well, it's already out there. We might as well release it. Uh, but they said that uh, we're getting another Legacy Collection. I guess the first two have been pretty good. I haven't played any of them. You know, we've got the Mega Man Collection I, 1 and 2. And then you got the Mega Man, Mega Man X Collection 1 and 2. And now we've got the Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection. I got to be honest. I didn't know there were this many Mega Man games. Holy cow. I, I know that the series goes back a long way, but I had no idea that there were this many Mega Man games. Uh, it's just pretty crazy. So it says here, ready your Z saber and prepare for a mega merge as old friends and new heroes from the Mega Man universe unite in Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection. All four Mega Man Zero games, Mega Man ZX, Mega Man ZX Advent are being offered together for the first time on the Xbox One family system of devices, PS4 and Nintendo Switch and Steam. The collection will be available for $29.99 on January 21st, 2020, both digitally and at North American retail locations for consoles. PC players will be able to purchase the uh, game digitally on Steam. So so there you go. And I didn't put this on the screen for YouTube people because it was in my email and I haven't actually posted it to the website yet. Uh, so there you go. Are you guys excited? I'm not. I, I, I'm I'm not like down on Mega Man or anything, but I've just never been a Mega Man guy. Um, I, I liked what little I played of Mega Man X. 
I played and beat Mega Man 1, uh, and I haven't played any of the other ones. I, I know that they are beloved, but I always felt like when it came to Mega Man, when it came to to Mega Man, you were classic platformers, you were either a Mario guy or a Mega Man guy. And I felt like it was because of whichever character you experienced first, because the jumping was so different. With Mega Man, he falls really fast, and Mario feels a lot more floaty. So I always struggled whenever I tried playing Mega Man games because the jumps were just weren't floaty enough for me because I was used to playing as Mario. Anyway, that's beside the point. Let's move on. Let's talk about Mario Kart Tour. Uh, you know, two things. First off, I got a tweet, or I have uh, Doug Bowser's tweets go straight to my notifications on my phone. So when he tweets something, I get an, uh, uh, a push notification to my phone. And the other day... I got a push notification on my phone. It said, let's race or something like that. I didn't really read it. I just kind of glanced at it. And when I tapped it and I opened it up, it said this this tweet has been deleted or something. So I had no idea what it was. I remember seeing something about let's race. And now I think that, and I could be wrong about this. Maybe that was somebody replying to him. Uh, but it, I was just confused because the tweet disappeared. And I didn't really read it. I just tapped it. Anyway. It could have been about this because uh, Nintendo of America just tweeted out, um, let's see, August 20, so two days ago, uh, buckle up because Mario Kart Tour will be available on 925. Again, this is something that they're probably going to talk about at the Nintendo Direct. We've got, you know, all of this news. There's going to be a Direct before the 15th, mark my words, and Overwatch will be mentioned on it. And if I'm wrong, then hey, make fun of me. Uh, anyway, Follow Mario Kart Tour EN for more information heading into the game's release. Will they talk about Mario Kart Tour on the Direct? I don't know. I feel like the Nintendo Directs have mostly... Have we really had, like, the mobile games featured in Directs? I think we have. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I, I do think that we're going to be getting uh, a Direct maybe, maybe on the 14th, you know, uh, before that uh, Overwatch bag goes on or, or case goes on sale. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go. Mario Kart Tour. Are you guys interested in Mario Kart Tour? I'm not really. Too microtransaction-y. Anyway, uh, we've got the embargo lifted on the Nintendo Switch Lite, so The Verge has a review out that you guys can go check out. If you go to runjumpstomp.com and then follow the link in the show notes for episode 392, you can find the link to this Verge article all about the Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, I'm going to give you the TLDR. It's a Switch, and it's smaller. There you go. Um, it, it seems great. I'm not going to get one. My wife has expressed interest in getting one, um, so maybe she'll end up with one, but I, I don't know. Maybe she won't. She hasn't really uh, given me, like, yeah, go ahead and get that for me. Uh, so I, I'm still waiting uh, on that. All right. Um, listen, yesterday I said that I was going to talk about the Yacht Club Games thing today. I don't think that I'm going to because I recorded this before the Yacht Club Games presentation. Uh, sorry, maybe I'll talk about it next episode or maybe I'll do like a little YouTube video after the fact. We'll see. Um, speaking of YouTube, 
Uh, I've got my in-progress review up of Grand Brick Shooter. Um, it's a great side-scrolling shooter. Uh, go check it out over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And in addition, I've got a brand new series, and I know this is not Nintendo-related, but I just thought that people might be interested. Uh, I've got a brand new series called The Misadventures of Bill the Paladin. Uh, it's a World of Warcraft classic series that is going to be going up on my YouTube channel. So make sure that you guys go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe uh, so that you get notifications every time that uh, I post a new video. The first episode is up. It's about 18 minutes long, and it's me trying to fight against billions of other players to kill wolves. Uh, anyway, uh, make sure you guys check that out. If you want to become a part of the community, join our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live when... <laughs> when I don't throw it away and do the show after the fact. Uh, over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, you can get a hold of me through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. If you are looking for ways to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, for more shows like this, go to slash shows. And don't forget about that giveaway at slash giveaway. If you're looking for, oh, I just read that. Uh, the music that you're about to hear, Corneria, Star Fox, remixed by Noteblock. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you. Bye-bye.